the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I don't want to overload you with sports headlines, but this is COVID-related. I've told you before that uh, the NBA is insisting all its players get vaccinated. I've played you the audio from Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic saying he won't. Uh, They're not – I mean, they are insisting on it. They're going to make your life miserable if you're not vaccinated. And Jonathan Isaac is a a good player. He wouldn't be in the NBA. He's not a good player. He's not a great player. Uh, Kyrie Irving is a great player. Kyrie Irving is – Kyrie Irving, honestly, is a nut job. He is. He's a nut job. Thinks the world's flat. I think Kyrie Irving likes saying crazy things just for the headlines. And he also may believe them. He's a racist, Kyrie Irving. Uh, But he doesn't want to get vaccinated. And so he plays for the Brooklyn Nets, who signed him to a huge free agent deal three years ago. And the Nets, like, have a really good chance to win the NBA championship. I don't know the odds, but they're pretty good. The problem is they play in Brooklyn, New York. And in New York, you can't be in an indoor venue if you're not vaccinated. Thank you, Bill de Blasio, communist uh, mayor of New York. So you can't go get a haircut. You can't go work out at a gym. And you know what else you can't do? You can't play in a big cavernous basketball arena, the Barclays Center, (laughs) or practice because it's inside. So Kyrie Irving will not play or practice with the Brooklyn Nets until he is vaccinated, the team's general manager says. Now, I I covered Kyrie when he was with the Cavs, and he's a headstrong kid. As I say, I'm not a fan. I've felt for a long time that he's way out there in la-la land. By the way, he couldn't he couldn't play or practice at La La Land either because in, in Los Angeles they have the same stupid indoor mask requirement and vaccine requirement. But I would be uh, interested to see what would happen if Kyrie Irving like started his own league of just guys playing uh, who don't want to be vaccinated. It's interesting, isn't it? LeBron James will tell everybody how to live according to his woke standards, but he won't step up and tell NBA players, hey, come on, get vaccinated. Uh, also in the NBA, uh, home of liberal moron idiots, uh, Greg Popovich, the uh, head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, was deeply offended yesterday, deeply offended, uh, by Columbus Day. Now, I've not heard this audio, uh, this particular, I've heard the audio. I'm assuming it's not going to be anything that I usually can't play on the air. 
I just now had this thought. So I think the Holy Spirit put that thought in my head. I'm not going to play it because what if he drops an F-bomb or something? But the thrust of Popovich's comments is that what's wrong with this country? And he's ripping on a couple San Antonio schools for celebrating Columbus Day. For celebrating Columbus Day. What is wrong with this school system? Christopher Columbus, he was a savage. He murdered indigenous people. And he said that Italians, and I played you the Tony Soprano cut yesterday of Tony Soprano telling his son AJ in the HBO uh, drama series that in this house, Christopher Columbus, the great Italian-American, we celebrate Christopher Columbus. So Greg Popovich yesterday of the San Antonio Spurs said, for Italian-Americans to say that, that you can't cancel Christopher Columbus because he discovered America, is the same as a German saying, I can't celebrate, I can't fault Adolf Hitler for the Holocaust because he was a German and I'm a German. So what Greg Popovich is saying is that Christopher Columbus is Hitler. He's equating the two. That, you know, Hitler visited the Holocaust upon the world, killed six million Jews. He's German. Christopher Columbus discovered America, sailed across the ocean without knowing what's out there, without even knowing that the world was round, and he wasn't going to sail off the end of it and kill himself and all the people he was with. Christopher Columbus is, is Hitler. All the discovery of America and all that kind of stuff uh, doesn't count. And this gets to two very interesting thoughts I have on this. I think I think they're interesting. Maybe you will too. Number one, when did we get to the point that a person has to be 100% good for anything they've done that's good to be worth celebrating? I'm sure Christopher Columbus had flaws. We obviously know all men have flaws. All men are born with what? A sinful nature. All men are, the heart is desperately wicked, right? We have to have that part of ourselves redeemed by Christ at the cross, or we're not acceptable. None of us on our own merits are acceptable, okay? That's my faith. That's my belief. So when did we get to the point where you have to be perfect, or anything you did that's good is denigrated, offset, canceled by the things you did that were bad? Would anything in the world be worth celebrating ever again? Am I to assume that Ben Franklin never did anything bad? Do you think Ben Franklin ever used the N-word? I'll bet he did. I'll bet he did. Maybe we should uh, never use electricity again as a way of protesting against Ben Franklin. Do you think Thomas Edison ever did or said anything bad? I'm going to guess yes, because, you know, as far as I know, he's born with a sinful nature. I probably should never use the telephone again. Steve Jobs, ever do anything bad? Um, Bill Gates, I guess I can't use Windows anymore. Do you see what a ridiculous, stupid way of looking at people this is? And then the other thing is, I have two thoughts Either one of which, had they been expressed yesterday to Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs, I would like to have seen his reaction to. Here's Greg Popovich pontificating about Christopher Columbus. 
being a terrible person because he sailed to the new world and found uh, natives who would have definitely killed him if they could have, some of them. And he decided, you know, I'd rather live than be dead. I guess we'll fight back with the superior weapons that we brought with us from Europe. Here's Greg Popovich sitting in an arena in San Antonio, Texas, where he has made his entire NBA career and his entire reputation as a Hall of Fame coach in a state like a couple miles. His arena is a couple miles from the actual Alamo mission where, you know, Davy Crockett and those guys lost their lives. But we kind of took Texas from its original inhabitants. We kind of did that, Greg Popovich. Is he unaware of that? Is Greg Popovich unaware of how Texas became a state? Or, or that would have been a good question for any of these woke knuckleheads who cover the NBA who listen to Greg Popovich pontificate and belch out his nonsense on a regular basis. They could have brought that up. Or they could have said to Greg Popovich, hey, since you're so bothered by Christopher Columbus and what he did 500 plus years ago, does it bother you at all that you're going to run out on that court in a few minutes and coach your team at practice and they're all wearing Nike sneakers made in China where the government is enslaving and exterminating Uyghur Muslims. Does that bother you at all, Greg Popovich? Surely somebody who's motivated enough to go off on a two-minute rant about a school in San Antonio that's celebrating Christopher Columbus' birthday, or Christopher Columbus' day. Surely he would be at least a little tiny bit upset about the NBA lining the pockets of players across the league with cash from Nike and probably his own pockets as well by a government in China that openly discriminates against Uyghur Muslims. I guess nobody who covers the NBA in San Antonio or around the league thinks anything about that when Greg Popovich goes off on one of his insane, stupid soliloquies. Uh, George in Columbus has a thought. Hi, George. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Hi, Bruce. Hi, George. Um, I love your show. I, I listen all the time. Thank you, George. But That's very nice of you to say. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, Howard Zinn's uh, oh, I'm familiar. History of America. I'm familiar. And if you read that, then you would agree, if you believe it, you would agree that Christopher Columbus is like Adolf Hitler because yeah. the, the things that he's accused of in that, are, is is just phenomenal, and according to that, the records are from a priest. <laughs> Who doesn't trust a priest? No matter what religion you are, you always trust a priest. Well, I think there'd be uh, a fair amount of young Catholic boys who would say you don't always trust a priest. Um, everybody, everybody, priests, Christopher Columbus, you, me, we all have flaws. Nobody's perfect. I don't hold people responsible hundreds of years ago 
for behaving in a way that was culturally common. I don't. The American Indian, indigenous people, were here first. And settlers came and conquered the land and took it from them. That's reality. And you can protest the reality. But the fact is, George, you and I wouldn't be here if the Indians had conquered them. Somebody's going to get conquered. Somebody's going to survive. It's the way of the world from the beginning of time up until the creation of the United States of America. We are the only, the only power that when we conquer, we do not also claim territory. We're, that's it. Nobody else. Nobody else. That's it. Okay? So, I don't read Howard Zinn. I'm not going to read the entire book because I don't want to put garbage into my head. Howard Zinn was able to write that book and profit from that book in a country that he says is uh, unrepentantly evil. I don't think America is unrepentantly evil. I think that we were formed as an ideal, and we aspire to that ideal. And sometimes we over-aspire to that ideal, as in cases like Greg Popovich, where he sees only the evil and never the good and never his own hypocrisy. Do not forget the Republican Leadership Forum at Genoa in Westerville, October the 24th. Time goes by fast, and when I started telling you about this, we were a month or more out. Now we're not. Two weeks out. Not even two weeks. It's a Sunday night, 7 to 9. All the candidates that are most likely to win this, Mike Gibbons, Matt Dolan, Bernie Moreno, J.D. Vance, Josh Mandel, Jane Timken. They'll be on stage. Hugh Hewitt's coming into town. It's a big deal. Hugh Hewitt coming into town. He's going to moderate, and he'll talk to the candidates while they sit around and watch each other answer questions during the five-minute one-on-one. Then Hugh and Aaron Bear of Center for Christian Virtue will come up on stage, and they'll ask them in a roundtable discussion. We'll have Aaron on the show tomorrow to talk about that forum and some of the things that are going on in the Ohio legislature, like the backpack bill, which I'm a big supporter of, and you should be too. And we'll talk to Aaron about local school board elections and uh, some of the craziness that uh, the Department of Justice and other powerful entities are trying to use against the agendas that I support and that Aaron support. So get your tickets to that American Leadership Forum at Genoa in Westerville, October the 24th, 7 to 9 p.m. It's well worth your time. At 989theanswer.com. At 989theanswer.com. Now, I'm a big supporter of law enforcement on this show. You know that. I think we take the exception, the Derek Chauvin's of the world, and we make them the rule for all cops. That is not at all indicative of how cops do their job. And it's not at all indicative of the danger that cops face. There's the perception out there that cops are never in danger. It's the citizenry that's in danger. 
Well, I wish I didn't have a story like this to tell you, but it is um, more heartbreaking than it is true and is eminently true. Dylan Harrison's 26 years old. He's got a beautiful wife and a six-month-old baby boy. Uh, His wife's a widow now, and his boy has no father because Dylan Harrison, on his first shift as a Georgia police officer in Alamo, Georgia, was hunted down and murdered on Sunday by a guy who was mad that Dylan Harrison arrested this guy's friend earlier in the day. Uh, Dylan Harrison, on his first shift, was called to a disturbance in a parking lot at a convenience store. He showed up, asked the man for ID. The man did not comply, started to fight Dylan Harrison, and Dylan Harrison pulled out his taser and he tased him. So they arrested him and they booked this guy at the jail. And when this 43-year-old criminal, Damian Ferguson, found out that this officer had arrested his friend, he ambushed him, shot him, and killed him. First day on the job. Here's the police chief of Alamo, Georgia. As a police chief of Alamo, Georgia, I have never experienced a grief that I have felt since uh, Officer Dylan Harrison's life was taken in our small, quiet town. Officer Harrison was a husband, a son, and more importantly, he was a father of a six-month-old boy. This is the reality cops face every day when they go out on the job. Remember that when you want to complain about why they appear to be edgy when they come up to your car or something like that. Keep your hands where they can see them and do exactly what they tell you to do, exactly how they tell you to do it. You'll de-escalate a situation 99 times out of 100. Now, I wish I could de-escalate this away, but it's true. I'm stuck as a dad. My kids watch these superhero movies, these Marvel movies, and, you know, I'd, I'd rather they didn't. But they're really good kids. This is about the only thing they do that I'd prefer they not do. They never fight me on clothes. They never fight me on anything, really. So I feel like, okay, they've got life in a proper perspective. They know that they're being programmed through this, and we talk through. They, in fact, laugh at some of the stupid stuff Disney tries to sneak in. But they're not going to be watching the new Superman movie when it comes out. Uh, DC Comics, which is whatever they do, is always a precursor to what's coming out in Marvel at some point. The uh, DC Comics is now portraying the newest Superman as bisexual. Uh, Clark Kent was Superman, of course. Uh, Now the storyline has advanced to the point where Clark Kent and Lois Lane have a son, John Kent. And John was Superboy before Superman convinced him to be like Superman 1.0 or 2.0. Well, now in the new DC Comics, uh, Superman 2.0 will begin a relationship with his own up-and-coming journalist. Only this time, it will not be a female journalist, of course. It will be a male journalist. And at some point in time, uh, Superman 2.0 will become stressed in the daily grind of being Superman. And the two will... Share a kiss so that the journalist can comfort Superman. (laughs) Oh, but we're not being programmed. 
Uh, no, no, we're not trying to cram your agenda down your throats. We're just bringing you a gay Superman. <laughs> just, you have to laugh. Because if you don't laugh, uh, your head will explode. And um, so we laugh. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 